Veterans Voice is a show that connects veterans and active members of the military to qualified guests who help you find programs and benefits you qualify for and discuss housing, education, career training, and other topical matters. Every show addresses issues that affect your life. Call in and share your experience. 781-837-4900. Welcome, 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 everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio, uh, here on a approaching summer night in beautiful downtown uh, Marshfield, uh, uh, Chuck, downtown, I, downtown. Well, we're sort of downtown. Is downtown as Marshfield is? Yeah. I okay. mean, even when you're downtown, it's not like <laughs> really downtown, right? You, you know, you talk about the, the the traffic around here. Yeah, and then then you travel up 128, and you know oh, traffic about I, downtown. I used to know. This is your second week of I used, of freedom, I used to know. huh? How's it feel? It's feeling good. How's it not feel? You you miss it? No. No. I, you, I bet no, you I stay the I stay in touch with my vets. Yeah, I bet you I, do. That I had there. I, I bet you do. And you'll go up there every once in a oh, while. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just time it so that you're not doing it uh, with, yeah. the, with the problems, huh? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and Wolfie, thanks for coming in tonight and joining us uh, once again. Yeah, always. It's re- it's exciting to be here with this cast of characters here. It's uh, all these smokes. I'm so happy to be here. These people make me look normal. That's why I'm glad Justin and everybody's here, Tony. But it's Vetty time. It's not a Tony. It's not an Emmy. And sponsored by our good friend, um, Karen Paulette, we have Colleen Pacioretty. And she served in the United States Army and in the Army National Guard. She was at Fort Lewis, Joint Cape Cod. That's what Chuck can actually make it there without getting stuck in traffic. And Korea. And um, she was in the honor guard there, and now she's a Quincy police officer and an honor guard in the Quincy um, Police Department. And her best line is, it's funner with friends. Nice. So we salute here at Veteran Voice. We, we salute Colleen Pacioretty. Hey, maybe we can uh, announce her. Maybe she'll come and join us at our Quincy oh, event. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, absolutely. On the 23rd. Maybe color she... guard. She's color guard. Oh. Let's get the colors hey, flying. Yeah, get there you go. Get that. Hey, right, very Karen. nice. See, it, it always comes around when you're with with Greg and I and Chuck Karen. So you have to have her show up at our Quincy Festival with the, the, the Quincy uh, color guard. You, you know, because you know who was on last week uh, was a gentleman from the um, Coast Guard Auxiliary. And he's got a drum and and oh, wow, I love the drum. bugle uh, 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 oh. bagpipes. Wolfie, we got to get bagpipes. I don't, uh, Justin, yeah. you'll have to help me where the bagpipes would go in relation to the honor guard, the the all of all of that. Uh, uh, but uh, I'd I'd I'd, lo- I'd yeah, love to class. get the bagpipes. Oh, that's you know class. the rolling. Th- we'll have the rolling thunder, the bagpipes, and uh, and and here we go. My 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 one of my good friends is a tower crane operator, and I asked him to bring not a tower crane, but just a regular crane, and and put like a, it's one of the one of the just a telescopic crane, and and put the uh, uh, flag up the on top flag. of the crane. But they want to yeah, they want to recruit veterans to join the union. There you go. So you know what? What a nice way to attract attention! Bring a hundred and twenty foot crane with you, you know. Yeah, that'd be local four. It's uh, no four is the iron workers. I think. no seven's no? the iron workers. I think in four, four is the crane operators. Cool. We want them. We're we, good till we, we want, get to double numbers. We really that's want, only that's only if the crane operator will hoist Wolfie. 
and then take off and go to get himself a burger and a beer. Yeah, we'll be back when the wind stops blowing right. a little Something bit. about swinging in the breeze. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I, I'd like to have all the unions there, Chuck. Yeah. If you have any contacts, uh, uh, Wolfie, you know some of the some of the, con- the, the union workers, guys. Yeah, I stopped there Stephen and invited them. Stuff. I've already stopped at the IBEW and invited the electricians to come. I, I invited Local 4. Uh, no, Local 7 I invited. Now my buddy at, at, at this other local. So we'd like to mix it up, and it's a good time to be in the union right yeah. now. Lots of jobs, lots of work coming up still. Lot, lots of work. But tonight, we're here to talk about the culmination of many, many hours of, of work. And Chuck, do you want to kind of do the lead-in? You're familiar with the project that yeah, um, and introduce <clears throat> Adam? Yeah, I, I met Adam down in, uh, down in P-Town, down the tip of Cape Cod. And uh, he was talking to me, telling me about his uh, the Project Valor that he's involved in, that he started. It's going to be a 39-foot, 40-foot Dutch sailboat that he's re- refurbishing, getting all redone, going to be taking out veterans for free sailing, going to set up the boat so it would be a, a veteran center so vets can come on down, come on board, talk to other vets, have a coffee, kind of like the coffee socials that, that we I've been so involved in. Uh but for them to come down and find out what they're eligible for, because Isn't that the name because, of the, chat, because huh? the vets the vets down on the, on the lower cape they they really don't have anybody down that way. So you know during my time of work, I've been doing that, and I asked Adam if he'd love to come on the show and and talk about this great project that he that he's doing and what it's all about and and what 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 he's fa- fallen into because. And uh, just just to come up and meet meet us and and get the word out there throughout Massachusetts because we're broadcasting live. Uh, we you know, and, uh, we've let them know. Massachusetts now. I just got I just got uh, a nice email from a Roku television station. They're full speed ahead, and uh, uh, he's got about eight of our shows already. Uh, Keyed up, ready to ready to be released. Uh, so, uh, and here's another another way to get Project Valor out there. Will no, be out, no be question. On, be on TV. So, no question. Adam, how about coming on there and uh, introducing yourself and give us a little brief background on yourself? I know you are a Navy vet. Yes, I am, and I want to thank everybody for having me uh, here today. Uh, first, apologies for my uh, frog voice, but the pollen has been. Brutal, we've, we've been apologizing for our voices <laughs> yeah, for eight years yeah. now. It's uh, at least you know, he has people, an excuse, Greg. Yeah, yeah. People <laughs> don't no expect excuse. much, uh, you know, voice-wise. So uh, you, you sound great. Well, I met uh, Chuck actually Veterans Day in Provincetown of last year, and he informed me that he had a radio show and had connections. And I said that's absolutely great. And I told him a little bit about our, about our program, which I'll elaborate on momentarily. And um, as we have been sort of interfacing over the last year, uh, he extended me an invitation to come down and tell you a little bit about our organization, which is projectvalorsailing.org. Uh, I encourage everybody in, who can hear my voice to go to our website, projectvalorsailing.org, and really see what we're about uh, with photos and everything else. Also, we have a Facebook page, which is Project Valor Sailing on Facebook, where you can see a lot of videos of the boat, which I'll talk about in a minute, Um, our veteran activities in town, things we have done, things we are doing. We have a lot of different initiatives in town. Uh, 
the other veteran service organization in town, of course, is the VFW, the Lewis Young Post. And This uh, is in Provincetown. In Provincetown. And the Lewis Young Post had sold their building, as did a lot of VFWs over the last couple of years. Many more coming. And they still meet and are still active, and they're doing Memorial Day this coming weekend. Obviously, uh, leading the ceremonies there, we'll be participating along with them. We'll be showing up at the Doughboy Memorial in Provincetown. So in uh, working hand-in-hand with the VFW now, I personally, um, even though I'm service-connected disabled, thanks a lot, but um, the reality of the situation is I'm not VFW eligible because I wasn't in a foreign conflict. It just fell out that way. I'm eligible for other veterans organizations of which I am a member, but the VFW, I just, uh, since they lost their post, what I was going to do with them and am doing with them, as well as the greater veteran population and people who visit Provincetown who are veterans, uh, to come aboard the boat when it's here. I'll tell you about that in a second. And uh, we're going to be offering the boat, the Valor, as a floating veterans resource center. Uh, with scheduled hours where people can drop in, come aboard. Um, we'll have all the literature there from the VSOs and what's available as far as benefits, how do you get this, how do you get that, who should you talk to, who shouldn't you talk to, that kind of thing. Because it's very, very difficult. When I started navigating the veterans matrix through you know the disability, it was really a nightmare because... On its best day. I had no idea where to start, who to talk to, and this yeah. this was when I was living in Jersey, so I found that I had to speak with my uh, State Office of uh, Military and Veteran Affairs in New Jersey, and they started pushing through my paperwork and stuff like that, and then it was getting involved with the VA and, of course, Social Security, and then this organization, that organization, it was like, holy cow. But... Uh, the VA was absolutely fantastic with me, and uh, I owe them an incredible debt of gratitude. They saved my life on more than one occasion. Nice. And, That's good to hear. Yeah. Good. And, we're, we're close friends with the VA. They've We've done 400 live shows, and I bet the VA has been on 100, 150, maybe oh, yeah. 200 shows, well, almost every other show. And we talk about them all the time, and, and that's one of the reasons why we exist. As Wolfie says, we... We just set up these giant events to trick veterans into coming in and signing up for the VA to well, see what they're missing. Well, uh, it's I, unfortunately after Vietnam, the VA had a really bad rap, and not undeservedly so. The government they had earned, a bad rap. They earned that. Yeah. Rap. They yeah. earned it. There. Everybody. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. making up for it now. Though. Yeah. So I understand why some people had hesitance about the VA system, but I have found that it is. The best quality care. It's not the, it's not the Vietnam veterans that aren't signing up. It's the young kids yeah. that aren't signing yeah, up. Yeah, they're, they're coming back from Afghanistan. Iraq, they don't. They, they don't. They don't think they need it. Yeah. Well, I got news for them. <laughs> well, and and we're we're trying to get some things established. We're working with the Department of Defense and a new initiative they have to to initiate veterans to the out, uh, service members while they're still in the military begin six months in advance their transition program right, right. rather than a couple of weeks. But we need to transition to our first break. So, Larry, why don't you take it away here, kids, and uh, we'll uh, be back to hear more about Project Valor in this uh, really uh, beautiful boat that's coming up. So uh, we got 50 questions we're going to be asking, Adam. So okay. uh, take it away, Larry, and we'll be back after these messages. Welcome back, everybody. Here we're 
we're sitting to the uh, originator of a really unique program. We've been on the air now for quite a, eight, eight, over eight years now, and this is the first uh, uh, project. Uh, Chuck, we've had all kinds of coffees and uh, yeah. socials, and this is this is this is this is the first. I'm going to say first in the country with my involvement with veteran stuff going on around the country. This is the first time I've heard of one on a boat. Yeah. Well, we do rowing all the time, but not sailing. No, no, no. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> stay, over there, stay over there in your dinghy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Let very get, small yeah. dinghy. Let me give yeah. you i I'm just going to read you our uh, mission statement, and then sure. uh, you can ask all the questions you want, and I'll tell you the yeah. story of how this whole thing came to be. Um, the Valor is a celebrated Dutch-built Lemsterrack, meaning a boat that's built in Holland. Uh, this one comes from Lemster, Holland. It was built in 1980. Uh, this one is partic- and 38 feet in length. It's been judged one of the most beautiful wooden boats in America. Her mission is to honor and remember the service of all United States veterans, especially those disabled in service to the nation. Uh, she sails as a proven therapeutic methodology and adventure, establishing lifelong connections and fellowships. All members of the veteran community and their assistants sail free of charge. We heartily invite you to join us in this noble tribute and program. We also have a sailing school that's going to be associated with the boat, so people who want to learn how to sail... Uh, both veteran and non-veteran, because the sailing school is going to be uh, part of our economic engine. Uh, the tuitions that we get from sailing courses and other workshops will go back into help funding the, the program. And so, those will be down in Provincetown as well, you think? Yes. Uh, we're, we're homeported in Provincetown. The boat is currently uh, where it was purchased down in uh, near Hampton Roads, Virginia. Uh, I bought the boat. I'll tell you how, how I came to find it in a yeah, second. Why w- yeah, why would you do this? As a Good question. It's about the craziest thing you could ever think of doing. So, when I got you fit uh, right in around this group. Yeah. When I got banged up, up. <laughs> when I got banged up in the service and had to had to go home, I'm at 100 percent, which tells you something. Uh, so, I was headed for the um, Naval Academy Preparatory School. A bunch of other. I was going to be there for a long, long time. So I didn't get to finish what I had started, and that really. Uh, dug at me for a long, many, many years. I don't know what you called it in other branches of service, but in the Navy, we used to call that bad time. Any time that you know was spent in the brig, or any time you had to make up. So I kind of looked at the remaining time of my service obligation as being bad time because I never got to to finish it. So since the late seventies, when I got out, I've been trying to find a way to get back on on the water, and of course. Finding a boat, getting a boat. I mean, you're talking about a heck of a lot of money, a major, major investment. So it turned out uh, a couple of years ago, I had bought a house through the VA in Pennsylvania. Uh, my first home that I owned, a, v- a VA mortgage you know, home. And uh, it was a modular home. We built the uh, foundation. And the contractor who built the foundation neglected to put in the main supporting I-beam that holds up the house and didn't make the foundation to the right dimension, size, or level, or anything. So as soon as we set this brand new house down, it fell in. Perfect. Yeah. So needless to say, several years in court, back and forth, we got a settlement. It wasn't one quarter what I should have got, but, you know, the way things work, take what you can get because that's all you're going to get or you're going to get nothing. So I looked at that money and I said, the battle over the house was so ugly and so brutal and so nasty. I said, this is, this is bad money. I've got to turn this into good money. Uh, 
So what am I going to do with it? Oh, I wanted to do something with, with vets. And so one day I just happened to be on Facebook just looking around, and I see this guy somewhere down in Virginia, and I see this boat, and it was love at first sight, this big, beautiful, big-breasted wooden boat coming at you with the with the, the lee boards on the side, Dutch style, if you know what lee boards are. It's, instead of a central rudder, a central keel, it's two paddles on the side of the boat that dip down to stabilize the boat. And the mast folds down. It's basically a canal and barge boat. Uh, you know, that you would see typically in Holland. Hmm. So I just fell in love with this boat, and the guy had posted, uh, he was looking maybe to broker the boat uh, because the boat needed a little bit of attention, and which meant obviously money, and yep. um, he wasn't necessarily going to be prepared to get involved in that sort of a financial thing. He had only had the boat for a year or two. So I contacted him, and I said, well, what's the story with your boat? And he says, well, I'm thinking of maybe doing something with it. And so when I told him my idea and my vision for doing something with vets, well, it turns out he's a Desert Storm uh, veteran, Navy veteran, and uh, a pretty high-ranking petty officer. Tony uh, Gentle is his name, a nice gentleman. And because he fell in love with the idea of what I wanted to do with the boat, he said, I'll sell it to you. So I bought the boat from Tony, and, uh, we, of course, we did a big marine survey, which you have to do, just like buying a house, and we needed this, that, and the other, so we, I bought it at a fair price, and we knew that it would be a lot cheaper to repair it down there than it would up here, so it's been a year now that it's been out of the water, and we've been working on it. Wow. Rebuilt, wow. rebuilt the engine, rebuilt the hull, rebuilt the decking, uh, made it disabled uh, adaptable, new galley, new, new everything. Wow. A fortune. Wow. Now... Uh, we originally had a budget of around, I figured it would maybe cost us seventy five, eighty thousand dollars $80,000. But with inflation and supply chain and, and unforeseen things, when you get into wood, you start ripping it away. Uh-oh, didn't see this coming. So uh, I've thrown over hundred grand at this boat, and I would say that 90% of the funding so far, we've been, had a few very generous donors, both individual and uh, corporate. Yep. But I'd say 90% of it came out of my pocket, mm. which tells you the level of... Uh, it's the worst time you could possibly imagine, and Justin will say uh, there's some, you know, with the right projects. O across the board, it is the worst time for fundraising. Less money is being thrown at, at more people. Uh, one of our, our folks doesn't want to come on the show anymore well, because he gets inundated from, from people that are, that are, are just... My my life's philosophy is this: the worst they can do is say no. I, say I no. and you have a very unique program. Yeah, and you, you, you might once you start talking about disabled vets and and a boat and the the town of Provincetown loves the idea of having this beautiful flagship in the harbor. It's just a question of where you're going to put it because every drop of waterfront real estate is spoken for generation after generation. Sure, and it's a big. Uh, and when you try to bring a boat into a town like Provincetown that's got a history of boating going back, you know, to the 1600s. Uh, would you, you want it on a, on a mooring or would you want it a dock? Well, actually, we'd love to have it. We need really to have it uh, for disabled adaptability and access uh, in a slip. A slip, yeah. Um, right now, slips are practically impossible to come by. So it may be that we have to put it elsewhere close, bring it to town um, and do it that way. I don't know. We're going to we're going to talk to the town and see what they can do for us. They they want to accommodate us. Uh it's just a question of 
politics. We can't do this for this one because this one's going to say you did it for that one. How come you didn't do it for me? That kind of thing. So being sensitive to that. But I think I think we'll have success uh, by next year. So we're waiting on parts, supply chain, just like everybody is. Until those parts come in, we can't complete the boat and and truck it up here. But once uh, those parts come in, it should be pretty pretty quick going to get it up here. We just got to pay the final tab down there, have the expenses of trucking it up here, and then the ongoing ex- expenses of maintaining it and and keeping it here. So, say you you get it, you all of a sudden uh, uh, a slip just lines up and is available in Provincetown. Was this something that you'd want to operate year round? Would it, would it be possible, or would it be fundamentally not possible in the winter time to to, to keep it operating? You to can keep it you going? can keep a boat in the water in the winter time if you if you want to be that daring with storms and stuff like that. Normally, most boats pull out. But my original idea was to take it down to warmer waters and service vets in warmer waters in winter months. I'm tired of freezing my ass off up here. So, I mean, why not take the boat down the intercoastal and uh, service vets in, wow. in Virginia along that, the way? That, that's a mighty undertaking. Holy cow. Well, I used to drive an aircraft carrier. I think I can handle this, you know. So. I, th- I think you'd, I, I, can't, I can't imagine that uh, that this 40-foot boat that you would uh, take it down down the intercoastal. Yeah, I, I mean, I know what the intercoastal is. I you know, a lot of relatives to live on it and stuff. I've sailed a little bit, but uh, I, I don't know. That's that that's quite an endeavor. That's what they said about the Mayflower. You're not going to make it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at this thing. It's still a rumor. I'm not sure they did. I'm yeah. not sure well, they, they did. They made it to Provincetown first. They took one look and they said, let's get the hell out of here. And they headed for Plymouth, you know. But that's, uh... You can have them back. <laughs> but it's... Uh... You could, I mean, even if we trucked it down south for the winter, put it someplace yeah. in the winter, you know, I wouldn't mind being in Florida and servicing vets in Naples, Florida for the winter either. You know, that's, there's, there's vets everywhere. So as long as we're conducting our mission, who says we have to be down for six months? Sure. We can We can be elsewhere for six months and sure. be operational. Sure, sure. And just like any machine or yeah. house or anything else, unless you use it and run it, it's going to rot and seize up on you. So the best thing to do is to keep it keep it moving. And uh, as we used to say in the Navy, you know, if it's if it's moving, salute it, and if it isn't, paint it. You know, that's the, the way it works. You know, Justin, I think you're right. I think this project is is unique enough that yeah. there would be some some folks out there, you know, maybe that are listening to the show tonight that you know would like to find out more. And what's your website there, Adam? It's projectvalorsailing.org. And uh, we're looking for all the friends we can get, both individual donors, corporate donors. And if you happen to have uh, deep pockets and love, love your vets, well, we'd, be, we'd love to talk to you. Because well. it's, it's it is a big uh, undertaking. And it, when I started this, everybody said, you're out of your mind. And I said, yeah, I know that. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but I said, tell me I can't do something. I'll find a way to do it. Excellent. Just tell me I can't do it. Excellent, excellent. Well, at this point, we need to take our our second uh, our second break. So uh, let's take a break for these messages. And when we come back, we got two callers that we need to uh, talk about Memorial Day coming up. So take it away, Larry. We'll be back after these messages. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Browser, your host of Veterans Voice Radio. Here we're talking about. A real interesting, unique program, Project Ballast Sailing. Boy, that's uh, Adam's got his hands full. But uh, 
We got a, a friend, Michelle, is on the line out there, and uh, uh, she's got a, an event that we've been uh, hosting for many, many years. Michelle, are you out there? I am. Hi, Greg. How are you? I'm very well, dear. Thanks for calling in tonight. Absolutely. Thanks for always supporting us and being and helping us with this event. Well, this is the seventh or, or eighth year or ninth year, I think, we're we're hosting this event. And uh, once again, Sunday morning, we're leaving Boston, heading down to Hyannis. We can't wait. It's so exciting to know that the trains pulled in to see the trolley start arriving at the event. Beautiful. So, uh, yeah. yeah, and this it, year we're supposed to have some good weather. So Very <laughs> nice. Yeah, last year we uh, kind of suffered through... Uh, a tsunami that uh, uh, was not enjoyable, but yeah, it's supposed to be nice this weekend. And so, what we're going to be leaving Boston at quarter of eight, Michelle? Right, quarter to eight. They'll get everybody on board at seven thirty. They'll leave Boston at quarter to eight, and they'll make stops all the way down until they get to Hyannis. Very nice. So it'll be yeah, very it'll nice. Be and then there's a, 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 a trolley car that'll take them over to the Cape Cod Cares for the Troops event. Right, so you'll get over there a little bit early, get situated in, and then the opening ceremony starts at 11.30. Um, so you could stay, we'll have the barbecue lunch, we'll have lots to see and do, and then we have a couple of special ceremonies. We have a canine demonstration, and then our big event in the afternoon is the Vietnam Veteran Welcome Home Ceremony. Excellent, excellent. And then there'll be a shuttle back to the train station about 5.30 or 6 o'clock or so? Right. Then there'll be a shuttle back, and it's all free um, for veterans and their guests. Um, so it's a, it's a great way to be able to come down from Boston and area south and avoid the traffic at the bridge, get right here, get shuttled over to the event, and then taken right back. Well, and, it's a, and, and just so everybody knows, we stop in Braintree, Brockton, Middleborough, Wareham, Born, and I think that's it. Right. How did you remember that? That, that was off the top of my head. That was really good. Well, after eight years, you'd think I'd remember something. Where's, but the favorite thing is, I'm, where's the color guard come in? Oh, Wareham. That's the best. Wareham uh, really salutes everybody. They have about 15 people uh, lined up on the on the, on the the entry to the tracks, uh, all in uniform, at dead, dead solid attention, saluting all the, the vets that they, they, that uh, get on, and that's uh, one, certainly one of the highlights of the trip. But, uh, well, Michelle, uh, I'm glad we're going to have some nice weather. And uh, at this point in time, uh, uh, should the vets uh, uh, go through the registration? Can At this point, can they just show some identification and kind of hop on board? You know, they can hop on board. At this point, they don't really need to register. We just try to do that so we have some idea because we try to have some muffins and juice and stuff on board for you. But at this point, everybody can just go on down. They don't even really need. We're through the honor system. If you tell us you're a vet, we're not going to question you. That's, so that's they don't a, even that, need it. That's the open theory that we've had since we began, Michelle. I, we appreciate that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. If you've served our country, we're going to trust that you're telling us the truth and everybody i don't want somebody to feel like they can't come because they may not be able to find their dd214 or anything like that if you're a vet you come down you don't have to register at this point you can hop on and get get a ride down to hyannis no problems that no nothing asked no problems sounds great and michelle i want to talk to you further after the show about 
a, a longer term project uh, throughout the summer to get some uh, some veterans taking the trip down to Hyannis for different events. But uh, let's get together okay. after the show, after the weekend, and uh, you know we'll have some lunch and and throw some things around. I would love it. Always willing to do stuff with you to support our veterans. So. so- that Absolutely. Sounds great, Michelle. We appreciate it. And thanks for taking the time to call in and uh, give Kathy our best. No worries. Thank you. And thanks again for your continued support. We'll see you this weekend. Sounds great, dear. Thanks so much. Take care. All right. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. That was uh, one of our friends from the Cape Flyer train that they're starting up this week. And, uh, boy, Adam, I, I would talk, like was talking to Chuck about uh, getting the train involved and getting some vets in Boston to take advantage of your of, of your trip. Uh, be a nice uh, getaway from the city for a day. Well, we're all about outreach to every veterans organization and every organization that supports veterans to let them know that we're there and we want to cross-promote and exchange information and resources so that this is not a, uh, a selfish nonprofit endeavor. Yeah. We want to make this uh, an integral part of the whole veterans' experience on the Cape and But beyond. self-sustaining. You still want to generate enough dollars and... You know, through ongoing contributions. Oh, absolutely. Stuff. We like to eat. And you so got to maintain it. Yes. You, you know, and you like to feed everybody and right. have it insured in case, God forbid, something. This isn't. This isn't. A, this isn't on the cheap. We're nope. doing everything uh, way above and beyond uh, regulations and standards. As a matter of fact. Um, I've designated the boat, and now we're talking to Congress and the Department of the Navy. I designated the boat as VSV-1, Veteran Service Vessel 1. Very nice. And that's not official until we get a proclamation from... So we're going to be talking to the congressmen about maybe putting that through to Congress and getting it... So it's actually going to be, if that happens, a, a United States Naval Auxiliary Vessel. I mean, we've got a. I do have a cannon to put on this thing if I need to. I told you <laughs> we have a Next cannon. People ask me about uh, the tank. I said, "Wait a minute, Uh-oh. we're gonna have a cannon on this boat." We're gonna have a cannon. Well, we're not gonna have a cannon, but we got one. <laughs> we got another caller on the line that I just met recently. Unfortunately, I just met recently, uh, and and just so happens that they have a giant military appreciation night this Sunday that they're hosting at at Quincy Stadium. Uh, Oliver, are you out there, my friend? I am, Greg. It's wonderful to be here. Oh, Oliver, thanks a lot for calling in and uh, identify uh, who are you and uh, why are you calling us? I work with the New England Free Jacks, the uh, Boston and New England's newest professional sports team, and we are a professional rugby team playing right in Quincy Center. Uh, This is our first year in Quincy, and it's been absolutely fantastic to feel the support of the community and this weekend, we are hosting our Salute to Service on Sunday. The gates open at 3. We play at Veterans Memorial Stadium, and we're welcoming uh, veterans for our special military appreciation night. Um, there's tickets I know you've been giving away, and we, we're looking forward to a wonderful afternoon uh, celebrating the community here in Quincy. Well, and we still have some more Oliver, so uh, what would the fans do? And what, we, what you and I had talked about is uh, offering them in packages of four so the whole family uh, could uh, in, enjoy it, not just the veterans, but the wives, the kids. Uh, uh, how would uh, uh, one go about uh, saving some tickets now? Absolutely. If you, if, uh, I noticed that we're doing giveaways over the show here, which we are we're really excited to welcome families of four. If you don't win the giveaway, you can head over to freejacks.com. Uh, the whole day is a fantastic afternoon out with the community. It's not just about the rugby on the field. You don't need to know rugby to enjoy it. It's a 
uh, a whole festival environment with live music kicking off at 3 o'clock and the professional match kicks off at 6.30. So a great fun for the kids. We've got our mascot running around. We've got uh, a massive fireworks show after, after the event. So come down and have a wonderful afternoon with us. Very, very nice, Oliver. Very nice. And uh, uh, perhaps you folks are going to join us at our big festival in uh, Quincy at the end of uh, July? We are. We're very excited to. Very nice. Well, we're going to uh, have uh, some uh, some some local support. But uh, once again, Oliver is with the professional rugby team, the Free Jacks, to play uh, their home games out of Quincy Stadium. Are you folks uh, still leading the league, Oliver? We are, and this weekend we've clinched the playoffs, so another Boston team doing well. And this weekend we can we can clinch the number one seed in the Eastern Conference and we'll guarantee our home playoff Eastern Finals. All right, well, we're going to set you up against our Ukrainians. Uh, we got some oh, We got some Ukrainian fighters. Uh, that I, think, I, I think you folks uh, might have an interesting battle. Uh, you, you know, I'm going to get out of the way of that one, and, and our co-host, Wolfie, wants to be in the middle. Yeah, I'm going to referee that. He, he's going <laughs> to... I'll be the raw meat. Like they it. throw it into the Lions. Yeah, the you'll be... Meat. We'll just use you instead of the ball. And Bouchard, he's, he, he offered us some tickets. He's very nice. He's by Buying us all beers at the Morissette Post. So after the game, Bouchard's buying us all beers. So we'll all have a great time, Oliver. But, uh, you know, Oliver, I'm, I'm sorry that we just met a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but uh, let's carry on the conversation and, and become uh, part of the veterans' voice. And, uh, you know, we, we'll uh, help rally some uh, veterans. And uh, I, I'm sure uh, they're all going to have a good time this Sunday night. Absolutely. And, you know, I just wanted to say this weekend we are also – uh, we've partnered with Operation Homefront uh, to, to support their, their initiatives in the South Shore area with supporting dependents and families uh, of deployed better, uh, deployed service members overseas. So this weekend, that's our charity partner. We're supporting them, uh, the Back to School Brigade, and we're leaning on our community to help us with a donation drive for those families as well. So that's a huge part about what we're doing this weekend. And, and I hope you I hope to see loads of uh, your listeners out there and enjoy. If you're not got plans traveling out of the city, we're right here in Quincy. It's going to be a wonderful afternoon, and I'm really stoked for a beautiful day. Plenty easy parking, safe access, no problems getting there. The the stadium's in great shape. Got a great scoreboard, and uh, I'm sure uh, everybody's going to have a good time, all of us. So uh, thanks a lot for taking the time tonight. I appreciate it, and uh, hope you have a great game Sunday night. I'm looking forward to joining you. Appreciate the time, guys. Okay, Oliver, have a good night. So that was uh, Oliver, one of the leaders of the uh, pack there of the the Free Jacks. Uh, I saw these guys. They have their their legs are like little tree trunks. All all, all, all of them. They are wow. Are they 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 good. These are probably like cauliflowers too. Oh, yeah. That's a tough game. That, that that's is a rough one. That's a tough that, game. That, that's, that, that's a rough one. But, uh, it's exciting to watch. They, they, yeah, from a distance. They're having the Veterans <laughs> Appreciation Night. But, uh, but Adam, so now you've got uh, you know Memorial Day weekend uh, is, is fast approaching. Uh, when do you think the upward journey may begin? Well, that all depends on some Chinese freighter out in the middle of the Indian Ocean that mm-hmm. has our rub rail on it. Yeah, and okay. As soon as that arrives at the boatyard, that'll take a couple days to assemble. And once that's on, then the decking can go down, and then the varnishing can start. So we uh, were we were hoping shooting for a, a July Fourth uh, trip to town. 
and an unveiling and a whole big to do. Uh, if it's a little later, it's a little later. Things, certain things you have to realize are just not in your control. Not, not anymore. And actually, it taking a little longer is okay because uh, it gives us a chance to raise a little bit more money and do a little bit more running around, a little more, more preparation. If it turns out that the boat gets here late enough in the season, uh, our plan would be not to even put it in the water right away. It would be to put it on the hard for the winter, uh, continue to workshop it, continue to work on it, continue to familiarize the crew and volunteers with the boat, yeah. and then put it in the water because you're talking about the expense. This thing's about 18,000 pounds. So, wow. Wow. Yeah. So lifting this thing has to be done by crane, which is not cheap, and then putting it in the water, and then the cost of a mooring, which is another four or five thousand dollars, and then you know this fee and that fee and pump out electricity. So it's it's a lot of money. So I'm and that's only the downstroke. You're yeah. only get, I mean every month, uh, you know, Justin. Uh, every month, if you're not taking care of it. Ooh. You know, and then the salt water is not kind to boats. No, or to faces. And, uh... I, I, did you see the electric boats that oh. they have in oh, the city yeah. of Boston now? They're going to put them in the water, and the day after they put them in, they're going to have to replace the wiring. <laughs> you know, uh, I- I- interesting. But you've got engines on this boat as well. We have a big Perkins on there, which we completely rebuilt. Uh the engine was, was serviceable, but it hadn't been really maintained for a long time. So we took the whole thing apart, completely rebuilt it. So it's like a brand new motor. This thing's going to run like a top. And, uh, of course, the cost of diesel is through the roof. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. But the only, time, the only time Justin can help you is if the boat sinks. <laughs> he's never been above the water before. Well, we're not hoping You know he's sunk every yeah. boat he's been on. Submarines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bubblehead. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it makes sense. I have a niece that's a commander on a submarine. Oh, now she graduated top of her class at uh, Annapolis. I got another nephew who graduated Annapolis. He's at Naval Medical School. And then I've got another nephew who's at West Point. So, oh, if we're bragging, oh, that, if that we're was bragging, the smart one. Yeah. With the worst point. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, the smart one's going to the Coast Guard Academy yeah. with my thuggerella. She's yeah. already a general. I, I, I know she is. She She's drives that, that HMS Eagle all by herself. Single-handed. You, you Single-handed. Know, you know, a couple of weeks ago we had the uh, motorcycle uh, rolling thunder. thunder and, yeah. and the gentleman that came in volunteered because it's what he does. He gave me his card and I passed it on to Adam. So when the boat does come out of water, it's got to be, got to be scraped down, get rid of all those barnacles and everything. Of course it does. He's got to go down and do it for free. Oh, because he he's an underwater diver guy. Right, but he'll take wow. care, he'll take care of that. He offered his services for that. I so, gave it to so Adam. are you hearing that, folks? It, that you don't necessarily have to make a financial contribution, which is very nice. But maybe it's a donation in kind. Absolutely, an in kind contribution. If you, if hey. Elbow grease is fine with us, and uh, if you know how to varnish, or you know how to sand, or you know how to work on an engine, or you make sails, or you can help cook, or you can do whatever it is you can do, it'll be appreciated. Uh, the only way a, a ship runs is with a, a competent crew that knows their, their mission and, and accomplishes it, and it's teamwork, and this is why I like the whole idea of a boat for a veterans organization, because around the boat... It creates a real fellowship, and everybody everybody ends up owning a piece of the boat in one way or another. Well, you know, and i I got to say that there's about 58,000 names down in Fall River that are part of a, a our little boat and our little uh, uh, journey here. But, Justin, you've got a, an event planned uh, for, for this weekend. Could you Yeah, just touch to follow up with uh, what Chuck was saying about Rolling Thunder. They're coming in uh, Friday, uh, Saturday, I'm sorry, to uh, the wall in Fall River. 
and they're doing a vigil uh, light candlelight, I believe, at 8 p.m. on Saturday night. And then there's a wreath laying at 2.30 uh, on Sunday. So Rolling Thunder is coming in, actually. for It's like a three-day event for them. But uh, any, any veteran uh, who served, uh, any veteran is open to all veterans, but anyone who served uh, during the Vietnam War is uh, more than uh, welcome to come down. Uh, Roland Thunder is there uh, in conjunction with the Fall River War Council, and uh, they're holding this uh, three-day event. But uh, Saturday night is the highlight with the um, candlelight vigil. I believe it's 8 p.m. or 8.30-ish. And then the uh, wreath laying in the afternoon, I think it's 2.30, followed up by a an event. But, what a spectacular uh, place to visit. Oh, yeah. I mean, for those who haven't been there yet, uh, you need to can't make spend that an, track. You can't, you can't help but spend the time and fall in love with the atmosphere and the, the whole ambiance uh, right up the street from uh, Battleship, Battleship Cove and uh, the Iwo Jima Memorial is there. How how touching is that? And the Gold Star family, I mean, we've, we've talked about it. Uh, Chuck, you brought some uh, members down from uh, the <clears throat> Bedford VA. Right. I, yep. Uh, two vanful, they absolutely loved it. They were all Vietnam combat vets, uh, and his seventy-two-year-old guys just sit standing yeah. there crying. And uh, a follow-up to that uh, for our organization, Vietnam Veterans of America, with Chapter Two Hundred Seven, uh, we've been invited for the fortieth year of the Wall in Washington D.C. this November to be in the Parade of Colors. So we're bringing our colors and going down to the wall in D.C. Very for nice. For the 40th year. So uh, we're excited about uh, doing that this year on Very the 40th nice. anniversary of the wall. Well, we've got to color the wall one more time, I think, with our last commercial break lab uh, that we need to uh, get this last message. And thanks, Justin, uh, from our sponsors. Uh, uh, but we'll be back after these messages. Take it away, lab. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio, uh, here on the Project uh, Valor Night. What a great uh, weekend to introduce this uh, this project, Adam. I think it's a tremendous idea. I think it's a unique way for for folks to 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 get back into that camaraderie that Chuck you talk about all the time. Absolutely, and what a great way to do it. Oh. On the water? On the water. Yeah, and we want to thank you for helping us to get the word out. At the dock, never mind out in the sea. (laughs) On the dock is wonderful. Oh, absolutely. Sitting there and breathing the air. On the boat, off the boat, cookouts, whatever we can can do legally and and, uh, whatever's permissible wherever we are because we're by the book, God knows. Yeah. And uh, the main thing that for us is to, uh, you mentioned Battleship Cove. We'd love to get the Valor uh, anchored there for a couple of days and do something down at Battleship Cove. Well, I'm sure we could get you anchored at Quincy anytime you want. Okay. Just go well, down I mean, we got the Quincy shipyard. Yeah, all right. But I've got Turn Harbor Marina. I've got, well, uh, we'll be, uh, I've yeah, got the Hingham shipyard right there. Uh, well, we intend to move around. Yeah, and, that'd be and, nice. And because to just sit and expect people to always come to us is not realistic. We need to go where the people are. Yeah. And uh, so we're definitely going to be doing a little traveling in that regard. But we'd love to get down to Battleship Cove and fire on the Massachusetts, see what happens. See what happens. <laughs> How about the Ironsides? Uh, yeah. You, you, you want to take on the Constitution? Uh, we can uh, we we can get you set up. I, I'm betting on the Constitution. She's, she's still, though she's still commissioned U.S. Navy. I mean, you got your one cannon. They got about <laughs> what do they have? Eighteen or twenty? I think uh, they've check. got about three three gun decks. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, but uh, boy, so Adam, what is, go ahead. So what what's going on 
in P-Town for Memorial Day. Okay. As as always and ever, the VFW will be taking the lead on uh, Memorial Day remembrances. There will be two, uh, an hour apart, one at 10 o'clock at the town cemetery at the Civil War Monument. There will be a, cer- a ceremony there with the color guard and uh, prayers and everything else, a wreath laying. And then at 11 o'clock at the Doughboy next to Town Hall, the Doughboy Monument, uh, there'll be uh, a repeat ceremony at 11 o'clock in the heart of town. I know I'm going to be there, and I'll be having my uh, Project Valor t-shirt on. Come out, meet me, say hi. I think Chuck's going to be there, too. I will be. So Very nice. We'll probably be hanging out together, so you'll see us there. Nice. Uh, milling around in the crowd. And uh, just the uh, last thing I'll say is to remember that uh, the holiday uh, is not about buying mattresses and hot dogs. It's to remember that uh, all gave some and some gave all. And that's what it's about. As a Gold Star member, my family gave, uh, we had three relatives go over, and two came back. One did not, and uh, for my aunt, my godmother, uh, the war never ended for her. And that's why, that gives me the impetus of why I do this show, and why we, we've all done it for our own particular reasons, but... This is a big, big weekend for our family. Well, thank you for Just, your service yeah. and your sacrifice. Well, th- this, thanks. This weekend, um, we're going to be at the Brockton VA Medical Center, and they asked me to run the cookout, so I think everyone should go down there with Tums because yeah. we're at Building, 14, uh, building uh, 4 and uh, about 200 to 300 meals, and those those poor veterans are in trouble. We apologize so, in advance. Yeah. We're supposed to it's be a, already in. That's why uh, we have it at the hospital, Wolfie. Yeah. We go right to, from there, right to the... Right, right by urgent care. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah, right into the gastric yeah. problem. Yeah. But, so uh, so well, I apologize to the veterans. Yeah. <laughs> and I need to get out to everybody the uh, information on the train. The train leaves Boston, South Station, at quarter of eight Sunday morning. We get to Braintree about 8.15. We get to Brockton about 8.30. We get to Middleborough about 9 o'clock. Then we go to Wareham about 9.30 or so. Then we go to Bourne, and then we end up in Hyannis. So once again, leaving Boston a quarter of eight. Stops in Braintree, Brockton, Middleborough, Wareham, Bourne, and I think maybe Buzzards Bay as well. But that's it. That's it for everybody. Vets, get on free. Bring your family. Bring your friends. Plenty of room. It's a wonderful, safe, quiet, enjoyable time. But even during this time and even during the, the, the memories, Chuck, we still have some folks out there that uh, need your help. All right. But bef- before we go to that real quick, Adam, can you give us the information, how people can contact you again? Absolutely. Come see us at projectvalorsailing.org on the web and at Project Valor Sailing on Facebook, and you'll find all the uh, phone numbers and uh, email addresses there as well. And we'd love to hear from you. Uh, to love to have your support in any way, shape, form possible, even if it's just to come out and say hello. And uh, we're, just, uh, we're just getting our feet wet, and uh, we hope to get really good and wet, but not so wet that we go under. But, we'll <laughs> but uh, I really appreciate the opportunity to come out and sort of get the – Get the buzz going, get the word out there, and uh, we're here to we're here to serve. This is chapter one, Adam. You, you, come on back; the door's always open. Chuck, Chuck, and all the veterans out there. <clears throat> all right, it's Memorial Day weekend coming up. We've all lost somebody. We start thinking about them, trying to think maybe they, you know, how they say the grass is always greener. You know what? Grass is pretty green right here. Stay on this side of the earth. 
you're having a hard time, you need to talk to somebody, call 1-800-273-8255 at the prompt press 1. Call the Veterans Crisis Line. They're there for you 24-7. There's a team that is there to help you. Call them. Get it off your chest. People out there still love you. Sometimes I ask why. But I know they do. We're still on a mission. Continue the mission. Again, call 1-800-273-8255 at the prompt. Press 1. Chuck, you, you, you say it so well, and, and none, none more important than this weekend when we all take time to remember, but let us all think about those poor families down in Texas that had such a tragic occurrence this week, and 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 so much has been said. Uh, uh, I, I, I don't know. We just hope that uh, they can find some peace and uh, solace and uh, try to move on with their lives. I can't imagine such a loss. But uh, next week, uh, Wolfie, we've got... Uh, uh, your friends there from this uh, yeah, VFW. Bill Bull, yeah, he's the adjutant. Whatever adjutant, that sounds like the adjutant. State somebody. adjutant for the VFW. Yeah, yeah. So he's the big dog. He's knowledgeable guy. So he's going to give us some good information. So I've spoken with him. He's a really nice guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah we 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 have all great nice guys and gals around here. He's been to the Hull Coffee and he's still coming back. And none better than Larry at the controls. Larry, thank you for for, for tonight's effort up there and. Uh, Keep the ball rolling. Gino, thanks, brother, for keeping us on. And, Gino, uh, Gino rocks. Gino, Gino, rocks. Gino does. Uh, uh, just so everybody knows, uh, Roku is uh, going to be uh, invaded by the Veterans Voice real soon, so keep posted, and uh, we'll let you know the uh, how, to, how to find us because uh, I'm sure you can't get enough just one hour here. So uh, <laughs> yeah, here, we, here we go. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Larry. Thank you, and, gentlemen. Uh, uh, have, a, have a great weekend, everybody, and uh, uh, just uh, go out and Thank you, Beth. Take care, everybody. Have a good week.